All right, Tuesday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. If you're watching on any other platform, but Black Robe, switch over to Rumble now. Let's get, we're trying as hard as we can to go to 1,000 people on Rumble, 543 people right now on the various platforms, close to 500, I believe, on Rumble right now. Let's try to get there tonight. All right, let's hop right, in, right, hop right into this tonight. We got Wall Street apes. We got to still stay in Maui for a little bit. Stumble up upon these videos, and I want to just show you because... I want people to understand, and you, this is redundant for a lot of you because you guys have your, you have your fingers on the pulse of what's happening, but just so you know how horrific it was in Maui and how horrifically horrible the response was to what happened in Maui, here's some live footage of people shooting uh, live video while they were trying to escape town in the midst of a traffic jam. Play for me, Naz. Now, if you watch this podcast all the time, you already know this, but I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, street level law enforcement. There's no excuse for a traffic jam right there. None. You know why there was a traffic jam? Because they were blocking the roads leaving. You know why those fires were the, the way that they were? No alarm went off. And then second, and then second of all, well, third of all, they, they wouldn't allow the water to be turned on <laughs> because they had to revere the water. I'm not going to delve too deep into it tonight because I've already done this so much, but I just had to put those three things out there. Traffic jam, and remember, this is the same, the same chief of police in Maui. It was the same, it was the same lieutenant investigating the Las Vegas shootings. It's just all so strange. And by the way, on a video I watched today, and I didn't, I didn't cooperate the video, so I didn't put it on there, didn't put it on the podcast, but he actually says on the video that he's also the coroner for Maui. I mean, this is just very strange. I mean, I'm just telling you, it's very strange. And of course, Biden shows up 13 days later, just so everybody knows, today's 21st, Biden shows up, well, yesterday was 21st, today's 22nd, right? Yep. Okay, so Biden showed up yesterday, he's, don't, don't worry now, he's already back on vacation, he took a vacation from his vacation, and now he's back on his vacation in Lake Tahoe. Then now, one week before this, one week, 10 days before this, he was already on vacation in Rehoboth Beach, and then went back on vacation to Wilmington, Delaware. So basically, he's been on vacation every day, except for maybe two or three days, for the, for the entire month of August, which would add up to somewhere in the neighborhood of 380 days or more that he's been on vacation since he's been president of the United States. He's been the president of the United States for less than three years. He's been the president of the United States for basically uh, two years and eight months, and he's been on vacation out of that two years and eight months for 380 days of vacation. So it took him 13 days. The, the fire started on, on August 8th. He finally showed up in Maui on the 21st. First, if you watched the pregame, you already saw this, but it's just a brief video, 15 seconds or so, whatever it is. 
But here's the greeting that he got in Maui. Play for me. Wow, he's finally here. Wow, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And just a little side note once again, because I always marvel at the size of their motorcades. For people who believe in climate change, and there's not one electric vehicle involved, <laughs> uh, there's nothing but giant uh, diesel swilling or regular gas swilling uh, SU, as, as Al Gore would say, SUVs. There had to be 20 or 30 cars. That's a short. That's a short video. There's actually a longer version of that video. You get to see the entire motorcade. It's like 30 vehicles. Yeah. And that's when the person started started actually filming it. That's not even counting the Maui Police Department. 30, for what? What 30 vehicles for what exactly? What 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 exactly is going to happen? But again, just for these climate change activists, why is it that they're driving around in in, in gas guzzling SUVs and with with 30 or 40 cars in a motorcade? And Aaron and I actually watched one one time where it was between 50 and 60 cars in a motorcade. Oh, yeah. So here's a little synopsis right here from a Maui resident. These videos are fantastic. This isn't just a Maui resident. This is somebody who's coordinating rescues inside of Maui, and it's a great perspective. Play for me, Ness. All right, quick update for the last two, three days here in West Maui. I'm currently at Oluwalu, a little bit past outside Lahaina. Um, again, we are pretty overloaded on supplies right now up north. So make sure to contact uh, myself, my brother, anybody that's uh, running any of these Ohana hubs, just to make sure that if you are bringing supplies, that it is the actual supplies that currently is needed and that we're not overrun because we have turned around quite a few boats in the last few days. Um, secondly, update in Lahaina, everything has absolutely gone upside down uh, in the last three days. I guess we are expecting President Biden to come in here um, sometime tomorrow and it is a uh, complete taken over by the military. We have Air Force, military, everything you can imagine is now in Lahaina. They are gating it off. They have put drone restriction, no fly zones, which I expected a while ago. But um, pretty much what we expected to come in and happen two to three days after the uh, disaster is now happening 10 to 11 days after. And it really seems like it's mainly here just to uh, protect the president. So lastly, again, thank you to all first responders, firemen, policemen especially local we thank you so much for everything you've done all your efforts um just seems definitely a little unorganized a little late um on the government level and what's going on as well as uh it's quite obvious that tens of millions of dollars have already been spent just in the efforts to uh keep our president safe and get him out here so the community does not seem very happy on what's going on right now just to see all this presence just for the president um but we understand he wants to come out here uh, do a photo op and hopefully support, uh, do some financial support like you did for Ukraine here in Hawaii. A lot of wheels are turning. It's not just supplies right now. We're having some really big meetings right now on the future of Lahaina. There is some optimism. There is some great ideas going around. We're really, really hoping that the future of Lahaina can just be sustainable. Uh, sustainable communities is really what we're trying to get in the hands of uh, local generational families. So again, just quick update. Thank you guys all for everything. The last two days, we've really taken some time for mental health and just trying to uh, slow down, take a breath, and make sure that we're getting more and more organized for this really five to 10 year long haul plan of rebuilding Lahaina. Thank you very much, Mahalo. So, so I, <coughs> excuse me, so I can honestly say, I, obviously I watch a lot of videos 
do a lot of research, follow a lot of people. I can honestly say this. I have not seen one positive response from any residents of Lahaina. Not one. Or Lahana. I don't, I don't I hear a different pronunciation. I'll call it Lahaina. Not one. I'll just call it Maui. Not one, not one positive response from any resident on the ground. Now, I'm not talking about their, their worthless mayor or their worthless fat governor, Josh Green, or anybody else. I'm talking about re- residents on the ground, which, by the way, are basically all Democrats, just so you know. Mm-hmm. They're all Democrats. So not one positive response. I guarantee you everybody flipping Biden the bird is actually a registered Democrat. I guarantee it because Hawaii goes Democrat like 84%. You have absolutely no chance if you're, if you're a Republican. Not one. I mean, think about it. Name one Republican legislator that's ever come out of Hawaii in the last decade. None. So anyway, I've not heard one positive response, and I've watched them. Not nobody. Not one positive response. Wow, the military, I mean, or the, the government's doing a great job. He just says basically they're spending tens of millions of dollars. Yes, they have spent tens of millions of dollars, just so everybody knows. This week, if you count Sunday as the first day of the week, they've spent tens of millions of dollars on Maui, on Lahaina. They've spent tens, but for Biden's arrival, there is no military. Do you know the size? I read it to you on, on I, I can't remember whether it was Thursday or Tuesday of last week. But the mili- of the size of the military presence in Hawaii, I mean tens of thousands, thousands of planes, thousands of, 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 of Navy personnel, thousands of Marines. Nobody shows up. Not one person shows up. And I'm not blaming the military, although our military is very woke and, 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 and you know very much gone down the path of uselessness. But... They can only respond to orders. So no military presence at all until Joe Biden Biden shows up. And and again, that just shows you the bourgeois leftist elitist mentality that comes out of the swamp that is D.C. Aaron, you're awesome. There you go. There it is, size down at the bottom. 250,000 Navy sailors are in Hawaii. That means they are minutes from Maui. Minutes with 2,000 Marines and the aircraft is covered up. I don't know how many aircraft we have. I don't know if you can shift uh, that up two, or down. 2,000 aircraft. Two, oh, 2,000 yeah. aircraft, 200 ships. Okay, yeah. there you go. So 2,000 aircraft and 200 ships. Two, no, and nobody, not one person shows up for the military until yesterday, yeah. 13 days after. And this, and this, like he said, we were expecting this two to three days in, which why, why would it even be two to three days in? Why would it be an emergency response? FEMA's on site. They have tsunami stations in in Hawaii. FEMA is always present and embedded in Hawaii. Why was there no emergency response? None whatsoever. And said the only emergency response was to not do things. Let's let's in emergency fashion not turn the water on. Let's in emergency fashion not turn the sirens on. Let's in emergency fashion shut the highway down so people can't leave. So they're in there burning to death. Let's do that was the only emergency response was a non-emergency response. So the only tens of millions of dollars that have been spent on an American city is when Joe Biden arrives. That again just shows you that these people, they endlessly celebrate themselves. They have their cocktail parties. They have their receptions. They ooh and ah this. You see all these TV shows. I mean, to spend all this time. Here I go again. (laughs) You see all these TV shows. And they just endlessly celebrate themselves. They just ooh and ah, ooh. They, they have these basically what I call ooh and ah shows where they ooh and ah because the vice president walks in or this congressman or this senator walks in or the president walks in. And they ooh and ah over themselves. These shows that nobody watches that are just backstopped by Big Pharma. Just like CNN, MSNBC, and all the big media channels. They're not, nobody's watching any of these channels. They're just backstopped by Big Pharma.
75% of ads on TV. By the way, that is a true stat. 75% of all ads on TV, that, that all of revenue that's brought in by TV advertisements is from Big Pharma, just so you know. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I, 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 there's certain shows that I like to watch, basically old comedies, and they all are all pharma. It's all pharma advertisements, all pharma commercials. But it just shows you, well, when, when if you just have the dirty unwashed, which by the way, just speaking to this right now, Hawaiians, please remember who, you, who to vote for next time because you are considered the great unwashed by the people that you vote for. You probably vote for them because you believe that the Democrats are the party of, of labor, the party of labor unions, the party of the common man. Absolutely not. Zuckerberg, Bezos. I mean, these are this is the party of the common man. Bill Gates, the party of the common man. The Bidens, the Obamas, Oprah, who's buying up copious amounts of farmland right there on Maui. Strange. I mean, it, it just shows you the bourgeois leftist elitist response. Anything, anything for the president. Ooh, ah, the president. Oh, wow. The president spent tens of millions. Why, why was those tens of millions of dollars spent in the first 13 days? Because it's not the president. See, the people who claim to be, as, as always, they claim to be compassionate for kids. They're always talking about kids, 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 kids. And they murder 60 million of them a year in the womb. Compassion, kids, kids, kids. 85 million, 85,000 missing from the border, which means, again, according to CBP statistics, it's one to five times that many. So we can start off at 170,000 are actually missing from the border. Kids, kids. And it just shows you who they really are. They're, they're royalty in their own eyes. They're, they're just, they're bourgeois leftist elitist. And I'm just warning, I'm, war I'm just telling people, anybody that could possibly be watching in, in Hawaii, I don't think I have a big viewership in Hawaii, because <laughs> there isn't a Republican there. there. There's your Democrats. There they are. Still wish you the best. Still, I'm still, I haven't sent any money yet. Probably will. Got to see what it is that they need. But I'm just saying, because they're still Americans, I still love them, even if they're Democrats. But even you're seeing the response, and, they're, and, and Hawaiian citizens or Maui citizens, the Lahaina citizens, are actually bringing up Ukraine. Why is it that we're sending hundreds of millions basically per week to Ukraine and nothing to Lahaina? Why is that? So make sure I got it all. And he just basically described it as unorganized. I want, you know, how is the response unorganized when we're $32 trillion in debt? Where, where's this, where's our $32 trillion going to? And just so you know, I want to put this out there. Does anybody know, see if anybody knows in this room, actually, there's four of us in here. Do you know how much money we spent on Ukraine in totality since 2000? I believe it's since 2002, but just so I'm not, just so I'm, I'm accurate, since 2000. Do you know how much money we spent in Ukraine? Oh, gosh. $14 trillion. Oh, my God. $14 trillion. Oh, my gosh. $14 trillion. Remember, and by the way, let me ask, ask yourself this question. What have you gotten from that $14 trillion? What has Ukraine gotten from that $14 trillion? By the way, that is what we've spent, none of which has ever come back so out of 32 trillion dollars, 32 trillion, I mean, 14 trillion of that is in Ukraine right now. And Joe Biden has signed us up for another 200 billion to go in there. But nothing to Lahaina until Joe shows up because he's the important one, not the great unwashed, not the smelly Walmart people like you and I, the great unwashed, which by the way, includes you Democrats. You think you're going to be spared by your own bourgeois leftist elitist that you continually that you continually vote for, put into office, campaign after campaign, election after election, that do absolutely nothing for you. And by the way, I don't think the government should be doing anything for you except creating equal 
equal opportunity, not equal outcome, equal opportunity for all, for all Americans. But they don't do that either. Right. They go to equality of outcome, which is DEI and ESG, which is all just socialist, communist bullcrap. All right, moving on. Cernovich tweet. It's trickling out now. Horrific. So here it is. Look at the bottom. CBSnews.com. Even CBS is having to. You're gonna they, listen. They have to. This is how it works. And I've told you this a thousand times. But how it works is leftists will cover for each other until they're on the verge of losing all their money or they're going to prison, and then they will turn on each other. Then you, you're going to see it. Jack Smith will turn on Merrick Garland because Jack Smith is not always going to be in a powerful position. Because he won't always be, uh, he's not, he's a special prosecutor for the DOJ. We'll just say he's in the DOJ. The DOJ that he's a part of will not always be run by sycophantic leftists like Lisa Monaco and Merrick Garland, who employ him time after time after time. They employ each other time after time. Constant circle bleep, symbiote of, <laughs> of, of leftist power. Mm-hmm. But Jack Smith will turn on Merrick Garland. Do you, I mean, does everybody know? I mean, this, I, again, this is off topic. I'll get back to this in a second. But it just popped into my mind. You know the whole deal that happened with David Weiss, David Weiss, and the plea deal that all fell apart, and now David Weiss, which by the way, it's illegal to actually appoint him as special prosecutor because you can't appoint an existing DOJ member to the position of of, of special prosecutor. Do you know what is actually happening? This credit credit all of this part to Dan Bongino because I got it from his show yesterday. But what actually is going on with that special prosecution or Hunter Biden situation is they're actually, Joe Biden is actually scared of Hunter Biden. This is all Dan Bongino. That's not my original thought. I never thought of it until I heard him talking about it. They're actually scared because what they did was, and this all came out recently, that Hunter Biden's attorneys were calling the DOJ. That means Jack Smith's attorneys, David David Weiss's attorneys, calling, namely David Weiss, not Jack Smith, different case, sorry about that, but calling David Weiss's staff and saying, you know what, we're going to put Joe Biden on the stand. And that actually made that manipulate, which by the way, is patently illegal. You're not allowed to call one attorney to the other and threaten each other over the phone. And not to mention, again, it's the constant circle bleep leftist symbiote. So they're actually scared to death of Hunter Biden. But that's just a side note. And that's why you saw the wheels turn. Why David Weiss suddenly became special prosecutor. Why you saw the, the prosecutor in Delaware suddenly drop all of Hunter Biden's tax charges. They're scared of Hunter Biden turning on Joe Biden. They threatened the, the leftist attorneys for Hunter Biden. That's what I mean. They always turn on each other. Because mm-hmm. when push comes to shove, Hunter's not going to prison. He's not going to be in there showering with Bubba. He ain't going. He's a bourgeois leftist elitist. Prisons are for people like you and I, the great smelly Walmart people. They're not for the bourgeois leftist globalist elitist like Hunter Biden. So his, his leftist attorneys called leftist Lisa Monaco, leftist Merrick Garland, and leftist, leftist Davis, David Weiss. And here's the thing. David Weiss, I can always flip back and forth. But they, they call, so the leftists call leftists. Why? Because Hunter Biden's not going to prison. That's how you get them to turn on each other. Everybody wants to play nice. Listen, it is over. You have to play their game now. And I'm telling you right now, this new COVID variant that's coming out. And by the way, they're claiming another one. We have Iris coming that has come out. And now Scott Gottlieb, which I actually will get to tonight. Scott Gottlieb's claiming there's another one out. We'll get to that in a minute. All right, I better get back to Lahaina. Here we go. So here's the article from CBS. Yeah, you can leave that up, Naz, while I'm reading. That's good. 
CBS article, more than 100 people were killed in the Lahaina wildfire and hundreds more remain missing. And it's, and it's possible that many of the victims are children. Why? Because they sent all the kids home. That was brilliant. You have a wildfire and you send all the kids to their house? Why don't you evacuate them? Many of the victims are children who were at home while school was closed. Hawaii governor, the most worthless idiot fat turd on the planet, Josh Green, told Face the Nation on Sunday. Hawaii officials, remember Josh Green, who's currently trying to purchase Maui land. Right now, for the state. Strange coincidences, aren't they? Hawaii officials said on Monday that 850 people are still missing. Wow. On Maui, in the wake of wildfires that destroyed historic Lahaina and other areas. So far, just 27 of the 114 confirmed victims have been identified. So you're going to hear people, they're, they're, it's all a giant cover-up. They're saying they don't know, and I'm going to play this Maui mayor vi- uh, video here in a second, but... Well, I'm going to play that one first. Let's go to the next one, Naz, Liz, Liz Cronkin video, and then, then I'm going to expound on it for just a second on the actual numbers of, of the missing and how you extrapolate who's missing and who's not. All right, you got it ready? Hang on just play a it for me whenever you're ready. I don't know. I wish yes, I you do. How many children are missing? You know. I knew the answer to that. I would be happy to answer that. You have no estimate right, as to how so many children are missing? I guess Nothing? we can end this right now. This is one of the biggest questions that the people of Lahaina have, but you don't want to answer. It always takes one or two to ruin it for everybody. Oh, we can say that about you. You ruined it for everybody. You're welcome to say it. You're the media. You can say whatever you want. You're a disaster. All right. Okay. You've been the worst mayor we could possibly imagine. You won't even wait. Respect? Respect what? You this is the most dismal response we've Please. ever had. You won't wait for your turn. You, you want to shout over these guys that are legitimate. Why don't you give them the real answers there? So. Give them the real answers. That's not his question. Oh, hey. Let him, let him. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can go. You can go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And again, just hearkening back to my own law enforcement experience, I wasn't involved in these investigations, but I watched because I just told you I was a street-level guy. But I watched, we had, we had many weird incidences that have occurred in Sarasota County. We had the 9-11 terrorists that trained here at Huff Aviation in Venice, right here, basically uh, 15 minutes from where I'm sitting. We, we had the uh, Sheila Bellish uh, killings here, Carly Brucia. Uh, killing here. This, this some, I mean, hardly any crime here, but the one, when it does happen, it's been big. And I got to watch the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office respond to these incidences. And I will tell you this, as I sit there and watch this guy's body language, Richard uh, Bisson, I believe his name is, and when you answer a question like, how do you act like, like that in the midst of a fire that just destroyed the town that you're a mayor of? Yeah. And your response, the body language, is, I'm telling you, it's just like Ukraine. It's like all the, it's just like uh, the evacuation out of, out of Afghanistan. These are the weirdest things. Of course, COVID-19, of course, the vaccines and everything around that. This is the weirdest thing I have ever seen. A war in Ukraine where you have Bono and The Edge and Sean Penn and Mike Pence and fat Chris Christie, Twinkies Christie flying over there in the middle of a war zone. Pelosi, McConnell just fly into a war zone. Weirdest stuff Ever. It's almost as if it's event 201 planned, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it is. I don't, I don't mean, again, I don't know. I'm not going to allege anything that I don't know. 
I just want to, listen, it, what are the possibilities? Listen, when you're sitting there and the mayor of the town has responses so nonchalant, and here's the thing, this is what I want to tell you. He knows how many kids are alleged to be missing because guess what? Again, 25 years of law enforcement experience, guess what parents do when their kids are missing? They report them missing. Yep. So they have all the police reports there. They know how many kids are part of the uh, 850 people that are still missing. Out of out, that's what he was simply asked. Bism was simply asked, out of the 850 people that are still missing, how many of them are children? It's on the freaking police reports. They are covering it up. It's, we're, listen, we're 14, we are two weeks into this now. Two weeks. It's just going, the same guy running these investigations who also calls himself the coroner, the, the chief of police of Maui, was the lieutenant in charge of the Las Vegas shooting for the Las Vegas PD. Same guy. It's all very weird. You have an Obama appointee in charge of releasing water and doesn't do it because the water needs to be revered and not used to put people's houses, uh, put fires off of people's houses and put people, uh, you know, put people out of fire, put, put fires out that are on people. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to word that exactly without being ex- extremely crude. But they know how many, missing ki- how many missing kids they are. Those are priority police calls. You want to see every cop on the planet respond, you call for a missing child. And every cop of the area is coming and looking. Every cop. And he's claiming he doesn't know how many of the missing, how many of the 850 people that are missing are kids. He's claiming he doesn't know. It's just so weird. No government, we, were, we documented this last week. 11 days in, there was not one piece of federal response. There was not one federal apparatus in Lahaina. Yeah. 11 days in, not one Fed was there. We're at $32 trillion in debt. Joe Biden has a slate to spend $6.8 trillion in 2023, and they can't get some federal boots on the ground. They can't call the Navy or the Marines to come and take over the area and start, start bringing in supplies. No, it was brought in via jet skis and Boston whalers from private citizens. Again, if, you are, if you're living in Maui, if you're living in, in Honolulu, Hawaii, whatever, Whatever part of Hawaii you're living in, I think it's time to start thinking about not voting for Democrats anymore because this is the epitome of the Democratic response. And it's the same thing in every major Democratic city and every Democratic state. They are overrun with mayhem and lawlessness. Absolute lawlessness. You watch the post game tonight, you will see one video after another of California. Overrun with lawlessness. Nobody does a thing about it. I'm going to get to this stat in a minute over the shootings that occurred in Chicago. The most gun-free zone in the country, in the country allegedly, has the most shootings, has the most restrictive gun laws in the country, has the most shootings. It isn't close. All right, let me go to this. Let's switch into pure Joe Biden now. This is Rep. James Comer. Now, this has to do with his various, there's just a little tidbit of more of information on this that I got out of this video. Because we know that Joe Biden, again, I just, I, I just want a reasonable explanation. Somebody can send me one. If you're a leftist or you're watching, 828 people broke our record tonight. Love each and every one of you. Switch to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform. Not making any money off of Rumble. Just switch to Rumble. So thank you. By the way, everyone who's watching, you're part of the brand new record. Love you. 828 people on the platforms. But he, again, this is you, you, had, you had Joe Biden operating under the names. I have him here. Robert L. Peters. Robin Ware, he likes Rob. He likes that a lot. J.R.B. Ware. And by the way, he also went by <laughs> 67 Stingray. 
So those are the various names that Joe Biden liked to go by, that he was sending and receiving emails from government officials in Ukraine. And James Comer is going to make this point, but I'm going to jump ahead of him. They were only saying that Hunter Biden is beyond scrutiny because he's not part of the government, right? Joe Biden was CCing him in on government emails from the Ukraine under these names. He had people in his office that knew not to send it and again, this is all a cover-up cover for Barack Hussein Obama. Do you think Barack Hussein Obama didn't know that Joe Biden was going by the name Robert L. Peters? Do you think, <laughs> do you think, that, that you, do you think Obama didn't know that Hillary Clinton had an unsecured server in a bathroom in Colorado? Right. He absolutely knew. Do you, not, do you think that, that, that Obama didn't know that Hunter Biden was on 14 trips? With, with, with Joe Biden on Air Force Two? You, do you think he didn't know any of that? Do you think that Obama didn't know that he secured a billion dollar deal inside of Beijing, meeting with a CCP controlled bank that he flew over with Joe Biden on Air Force Two to meet with? And Joe Biden greeted those, those banking people himself? I wonder, why, I, wonder why they, I wonder why it is that they signed on to pay Hunter Biden a billion dollars for his consultancy fees, well, and, and how, is, how is Hunter Biden a banking consultant expert? What, what, what expertise does Hunter Biden have in banking? He doesn't have any expertise. That's why, but he, a simple handshake with the vice president at the time secured him the deal. That's called influence peddling, which, by the way, is a felony. So that's influence peddling. There's also another fe- statute that you are not allowed to use your political position to financially benefit any relative. Another felony to do if you commit it. This is why, because he, Joe Biden is being extorted by Romania, Ukraine, and China for sure. And that's why China basically has a strategic air force base, really a stationary aircraft carrier, 90 miles, well, basically uh, 130 miles south of where I'm sitting. 90 miles off the coast of Key West. Because Joe Biden can't stop the Chinese military because Xi Jinping's telling him, you know what, you stop our military, I'm releasing the hounds. And that's the same exact thing that Zelensky's doing with him. That's why Zelensky's a multimillionaire. I believe, I heard it today, he may have, I'm not, I'm not saying this is what I heard, a good, a good, a, a very reliable source, Douglas McGregor, you know, these, these third world dictators, which is what Zelensky is, They've got their multi-millions elsewhere. They're financially benefiting from all the money that we're sending over to them. They've got houses in Florida. They've got houses all over, beachfront mansions, everything else, even though they're climate change activists. But inside the Biden administration, so he's being extorted. Give me the money or I'm going to expose you. It's as simple as that. All right, so let's dig, let's dig deep into this for a couple minutes. Rep James Comer video with Maria Bartiromo, VP, Joe Biden emailed Hunter Biden under the various aliases. Play for me. Well, we've learned that uh, Joe Biden used at least three pseudonyms or fake names in emails that he was uh, receiving from people within the federal government, people that worked for him. And even more troubling than that, Maria, we've learned that uh, when he was receiving emails pertaining to Ukraine, his son Hunter was copied on him, which we've always heard that the White House has said that Hunter Biden wasn't an employee of the government. He wasn't any part of the government. They couldn't understand why House Republicans on the Oversight Committee were investigating Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden because Hunter wasn't a part of the government. Well, if that were true, then why was he receiving emails from the government? Yeah, so Hunter Biden's receiving emails from 
Joe Biden and the Ukrainian government, Poroshenko. He's received, it's not just Burisma. He's receiving emails, him and Robert L. Peters and Robin <laughs> Ware. And again, I just, and J.R. J, 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 B. Ware. And again, it's just Joseph Robin at Biden Ware, I guess. And then 67 Stingray also was another Joe Biden pseudonym. I just want a leftist to give me a reasonable explanation about why this was happening. Tell me, give me, give me a reasonable explanation that's within the realm of the law why this was happening. Yeah. I mean, show me how this is lawful. Show me how there's any innocent intentions involved here. Give me a reasonable explanation of how Hunter or Joe Biden were at innocent intentions in any of these emails. Please just send me. I would love to see it. There's, there's no way because these are people who believe in stopping, in stopping uh, transmission and infection using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. These are people who can't define what an assault rifle is, even though they're banning them. These are people who can't decide what a man is or what a woman is. So they, I would love to see a leftist send me one reasonable explanation about why this was occurring. And again, just like I told you earlier, not one resident on Lahaina has put out anything positive about the government response. Not one liberal leftist pundit, Krasensteins, any of those guys, Brooklyn Dad, any of those idiots on Twitter, not one of them has even addressed the pseudonyms of Joe Biden. <laughs> because there's no reasonable explanation to what Joe and Hunter Biden were doing. Well, you're sitting there operating under pseudonyms, sending emails back and forth to each other, back and forth from the, why would Hunter Biden, who was kicked out of the Navy for cocaine use, why, and disbarred, why would he be receiving emails from Poroshenko, the prime minister of Ukraine? Him and, him and Robert L. Peters. Explain to me the innocent reasons behind Joe Biden changing his name to Robert L. Peters. And I know this seems a little bit redundant, but I just, I would love to see what, I love to see it. It's just like all the idiots today claiming that, that Biden wasn't sleeping <laughs> during that reception in Lahaina. Absolutely. He jerks awake on the video and all the leftists will say he was never sleeping. He wasn't really sleeping. I mean, you, think about how soulless and devoid of all, yeah, just you can side by side if you want. You just think about how soulless you have to be, how devoid of human dignity you have to be to sit there and watch a video of Joe Biden snoozing. He's not, he's snoozing, he's, he's breathing deeply. He's like, and then jerks awake, and then you are so soulless and so devoid of, of human dignity that you will put out, Joe Biden's not sleeping right here. <laughs> how is he not sleeping? He's asleep. Explain to me why it is that he's using Robert L. Peters. Explain, just tell me. Tell me the innocent reasons behind him using Robert L. The non-nefarious reasons why you would be using Robert L. Peters. By the way, that's exactly how I looked at police conferences. <laughs> right there. You know what I was doing? That was sleeping. Right, let's go to the next one. New York Post tweet. Just, I like to just have a little Biden section, just let you know everything that he's on and about doing. Most of you know this already, but I've got a little more, more information on it. Biden quietly sells off border wall parts to thwart GOP push to use them. So they're trying to, whether, instead of just giving them to Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, or to, well, not that she'd ever use them, Katie Hobbs, who was fraudulently elected over Kerry Lake in Arizona, by the complete and total fraud. If you're afraid to say it, you shouldn't run for office. If you're, if you're afraid to say that the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump, you should not be running for office at all. So anyway, so they're selling off these, these border wall parts. They're worth millions of dollars. They're selling basically something that's worth $1,000 for a penny. 
Yeah. That's what they're doing. Instead of just giving them to the governors and allow them to put up the wall. Here's Tom Cotton. Go to the next one for me. Tom Cotton video, just a little bit more of an explanation on it. Selling hundred, uh, Tom Cotton video, selling hundreds of millions of dollars worth of border wall materials at a loss. Play it for me. The Biden administration inherited around $260 million worth of border construction materials from the Trump administration. They immediately put it in storage on day one when Donald or when Joe Biden said he wasn't going to build the wall. They've now paid $300 million to store it for two years, more than the cost of the material themselves. But as soon as Senate Republicans, led by Senator Roger Wicker, who uh, is the leader of Republicans on the Armed Services Committee, began poking around and asking questions about it earlier this year, the administration began to sell these materials for less than two cents on the dollar. The legislation that you mentioned is Senator Wicker's legislation, which I was pleased to join. It was added unanimously by Democrats on the Armed Services Committee to our annual defense bill. And now the administration is racing to try to sell off all of these materials because they would rather have taxpayers take a massive loss of hundreds of millions of dollars than give them to the governor of Texas for instance, to build the border wall or to allow them to be sitting around and used to build a border wall when Republicans take back the White House in January of 2025. Selling off all these parts for 10 cents on the dollar. And what's the price for not having a wall? Put the next one up for me, Naz. A pick from the Daily Mail. Texas girl 11 found raped and murdered under her bed. Guess what? That's a Texas girl, United States citizen, raped and murdered under her bed was killed by a migrant. And just thinking, people can say all they want. Most of the people that are crossing that are not they're not rapists and murderers. I would agree that most of the people that are crossing are not rapists and, and murderers, but most of the people that are crossing are military-aged men who we have no idea who they are. Yep. And that, this would never have happened if it wasn't for Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, who allegedly are the people who are the purveyors of compassion for kids who murder the unborn, 41.2 million per year, according to UN statistics, that they murder in the womb per year, trying to inject six-month-olds with a vaccine, an mRNA experimental vaccination, responsible for a minimum of 85,000, really a minimum of 170,000 missing kids. Again, you hear the 85,000 stat of missing kids. It's twice that at, at the least. It's up to five times that many, according to how the CBP calculates statistics. Just so you know, they allegedly care about kids. This girl was raped and murdered. Look how little she is. It's just like the story that Aaron and I, that Aaron and I uh, played or showed on the podcast a couple of months ago, where you had a, an eight-year-old girl mm. show up at the border with 56 different specimens of semen in her body. Yeah. How, and and her, voice, her voice completely blown because of screaming. Night after night, we had this, uh, night after night, week after week, however long it took her to get from whatever country she fled from to the United States. This is because of the Democratic Party. You can people can say all they want. It's not about Republican. It's not about Democrats. Listen, it isn't. It isn't Republican versus Democrat. And the Republicans, oftentimes, and I'm a staunch Republican, staunch conservative, Trump supporter, everything else. But it's not so much Republican versus Democrat. It's demons versus God. Yeah. It's good versus evil. It is Satan versus God. And this girl right here, this 11-year-old this girl, would never have been raped if it wasn't for Joe Biden. If it wasn't for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her weeping and crying down at the border, allegedly in front of kids in cages, that it was later found out it wasn't cages at all, but a chain link fence around a parking lot. Is that who these people are? They Listen, they, are, they are really are John 8, 44. They belong to their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires. 
He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. That's a, that's a Democrat right there, John 8, 44 and 45. That's a Democrat. Leave this up for me. This, that's a Democrat. You tell them the truth. That's no, yet because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. The truth causes them not to believe you. This yeah. would never have happened if it wasn't for lax border policies. 200 to 250,000 people a month are crossing the southern border. Yes, they're manipulating the status, the, 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 the stats. They're manipulating them because they're technically allowing them into, US, um, into, into the United States, into U.S. territory in Mexico. It's not like Trump had to remain in Mexico policy where you had to go to a port of entry, basically all of them kicked out, which is why you had about 8,000 people crossing the border per month when Trump left. Now 200 to 250,000 per month. Now that Biden's here. And they're saying, oh no, we've lowered it way down now. We've lowered it. They haven't lowered it down at all. The same amount of people are illegally crossing in the United States. They just register them in Mexico, put them on a bus, and then drive them across the border now. Yep. That's all that's happening. They just renamed it. It's all it's just like I, it's like I always tell you. You can say there's no theft in our town if you simply rename the word and just and just call it flowers. No, there's no theft. We've renamed it flowers. So theft is gone now. Only thing that's happening is flowers. That's all the Democrats are about. Are Republicans better a lot of times? No. There's just as many vaccine pimp, pimps and whores that are Republicans as Democrats, just about. Not you and I that are watching that are in that that are red pilled. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Republicans on the Hill, the rhinos. Just as many of them pipping and whoring vaccines, and they'll, they'll, they'll be wearing masks soon again themselves. Yep. But this doesn't happen. Found raped and murdered under her bed, was killed by a migrant, 18, who crossed into El Paso in January and was promptly freed by authorities. There he is. Freed. They just let him go into the country. They have no idea who these people are. There's no birth certificates. There's no social security numbers. There's no criminal records. They have no idea. And they just let them loose into the into a town. And that little girl's raped and murdered and found under, under her bed because of Joseph Robinette Biden. I apologize. What's his name? What's his various names again? I'll give him his, his credit. Robert L. Peters, Robin Ware, J.R.B. Ware, and 67 Stingray. So here you want to see. Now, the, here's, here's the flood. This is a Colin Rugg video. And he, and he actually titles it Floodgates at the border wall, here's where all those, bo- those border parts that are being sold for two cents on the dollar, two cents on the dollar, 98 cents out of every dollar lost. Picture that, and then you just have to multiply that by millions or billions of dollars. Two cents on the dollar just being sold into oblivion. Instead of having all of these holes that you're about to see on this video filled with parts you and I have already paid for, they're just left wide open. So more guys like that can go into a country, come into our country and rape and murder our girls and boys and women. Not to mention copious other crimes. And there is a lot of illegal migrant crime, which by the way, illegally migrating into the United States is a crime. So you're instantly a criminal when you illegally migrate. So here's a Colin Rugg video, New Floodgates at the Border. Play it for me. just want to show you this is day by day. By the time this year is over, Joe Biden will have let in conservatively. And again, I don't mean to be redundant, but I want to make sure that you understand the numbers. Because you got, all you got to do is pull it up at, at the CB, uh, CBP website. It's hard to say that. Customs and Border Patrol website. 
Joe Biden admittedly has allowed in, by the time this year is over, seven to eight million illegal immigrants into this country. And a lot of people, they get, they, get, they get bored by talking about the border because it hasn't touched you yet. By the way, it hasn't touched me either. But it's going to. This is what's crossing every day, every minute, every hour. 200,000 to a quarter of a million people per month are crossing in the United States. By the time this year is over, 7 to 8 million people will have admittedly crossed the border under the Biden, illegally crossed the border under the Biden administration. That doesn't count gotaways. Okay, but gotaways is just that you can add another because everybody who crosses the border, they register, they register the name of the person. So that's part of that 78 million. Then you'll add another million of gotaways on there. Those people are actually registered numbers too. But the CBP statistics say that it's actually one to five times that many. So it's a minimum of 14 million people have crossed the border. Basically, two New York cities in the three years that Joe Biden has been president at the end of this year. That's absolute facts. That's the truth. That's how they calculate the numbers. So Joe Biden has led in 14 Tampa Bays in his administration. 14 Tampa Bays in less than in, in three years by the end of this year. And I just want to show you this is every day, every minute, every hour, hundreds of thousands of people crossing the border. We don't have no idea who they are. And I believe that last time I looked, there's 140 nations represented, many from China. How does China even get here? Mm-hmm. And why are they all military aged men? You, if, me, if we actually slow this video, notice this video right now, count the women. Look at it, count the women. You count the women, it's about 25% women, 75% men. Yep. And that's on a good day. That's on a good day. You count it right here. Look at this video. Count it. Look at the women. I haven't seen a woman yet. Have you? There's the first one. Pink hat. There's the second one carrying a kid. There's another one. Another guy. Gonna, men, count the women. Men, Go ahead. Men. Count them. Look at it. Yeah. Where are, where are all the women? Those and are all and by the way, where are the old men? <laughs> yeah. Where are the old women? Why are they all military age men? Is it a Trojan horse to be sprung on us by the globalists? Because like I tell you, you can bring it back to me finally. It's like I tell you, this is just this is just as I'm trying to think of the exact word, but beyond the word bad, but I guess that's the only word I can think of right now. But this is just as bad as vaccines. This is just as bad as the World Economic Forum, CBDC currency, social credit systems, LGBTQ, just as bad as gun grabbing, because it's all part of the exact same agenda. The exact same agenda with many different tactics. The agenda is, if you watch this podcast, you already know what I'm about to say. The agenda is, the globalist bourgeois leftist agenda is, coming out of Beijing, coming out of Davos, coming out of, sadly, Washington, D.C., coming out of London, coming out of Paris. Paris is overrun by illegal immigrants. That's what, that's what Emmanuel Macron, that's what he wants. Because if you, if you flood first world countries with third world illegal migrants... They're very easily globally governed because they have no heritage connection, i.e. the United States, to the Constitution. Right. If you flood the United States with illegal migrants who have no idea about the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, or the Constitution, when they are globally governed out of Davos, globally governed out of Washington, D.C., where all their constitutional rights are ignored, because they really don't have any constitutional rights, because they're illegal immigrants, but that's besides the point. They're very easily globally governed. And can be told, you know, Barack Obama's been wanting brown shirts for years. His climate core. He's been wanting that for years. Is that what we're going to see? 
We're going to have these brown shirt illegal immigrants showing up at our doors, enforcing climate, climate change rules, making sure you have an EV? I don't know. Again, I don't know any of these. I'm just telling you, it's very strange to allow your southern border to be wide open. And people think it's not as conspiratorial, it's not as exciting as, as vaccines and vaccine passports. The Lord knows I talk about those things enough. I'm just telling you, it's just as bad. The consequences are just as bad with the wide open border. It just hasn't touched people enough yet. The vaccines touched a lot of people because people couldn't work without being fully vaccinated and masked. But this is going to touch us. You can't allow in two New York cities in three years and not have it touch your life. Yep. Not going to happen. All right, here's the border stats. Uh, border encounters nearly quadruple under Biden. Average monthly border encounters under Trump, 50,000. It don't worry. I mean, it's only four times more under Biden. And these and people will say that, the, I mean, again, it's so you're sitting there watching a video of Joe Biden totally asleep, sawing wood, and then jerk awake, and you are a leftist pundit who is so devoid of human dignity, so devoid of any self-esteem or respect for yourself that you will just lie. You will whore for the Democratic Party. And those same pimps and whores for the Democratic Party will constantly say, it's not an open border. My, my orcas, it's not an open border. This is not an open border. 50,000 encounters to 193,000 encounters in two and a half years. It's a little, listen, you know, just a four times increase, basically, in, le- in less than three years. Again, and, it's, and since Joe Biden has taken office, we have a 25% increase in murders, 40% increase in felonious crimes, record inflation. The Afghan debacle. This is, I mean, there's so many things popping into my head that are unexplainable. There's, I mean, we are actually people like you and I who are red pilled and we know the truth. It's just so funny because when you, you sit there and you listen to Chris Christie saying we're not doing enough in Ukraine. You're sitting there going, is he either part of the globalist cabal or is he incredibly ignorant? Does he not realize that there's a lot of us out here that are red pilled? Does he not realize how stupid he looks? That we know about the 2014 color revolution put on by Jake Sullivan and Victoria Newland, Barack Hussein Obama, John McCain, Lindsey Graham, Joe Biden. We know it. It's a color revolution to turn Ukraine into a really nationalist state and empowering the ASOF battalion to torment the two breakoff districts inside of the Ukraine, which is what this war is all about. You have two breakoff provinces inside of Ukraine. This was war's all about. The Russian speaking and are constantly tormented by the Ukrainian government and the Ossoff battalion. Does Christy not think people like us know these things? We do know these things. Does he not realize how stupid he looks? I mean, fat alone, he looks stupid with his with his uh, male camel toe, <laughs> which I got that from Dan Bongino too. <laughs> Credit to him. I mean, do you not realize how stupid he looks? We know these things. We know about the 14 color revolution. So there's the stats on the border. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, mischief video. I'm just, again, this is about all things Biden. Biden is using Bidenomics as life support. He's actually using, he actually believes that Bidenomics is going to get him elected. It's exactly the opposite. He better have something else to stand on other than Bidenomics if he expects to be reelected. Look at the actual statistics. Play it for me. 
President Biden facing increasing pressure over the economy as he hangs his hat on Bidenomics for his 2024 reelection campaign. New Fox News polling with some grim numbers for the president. Eight in 10 respondents say the economy is in bad shape, and 65% describe their personal financial situation negatively. That is up 19 points from two years ago. Voters in Iowa say for them, it's a top issue. This the economy and food prices, oil, gas prices. The economy is terrible. I'm not sure how we claim to this good, uh, but it, it, it's not good out here. But it's not producing enough for all the economy. Stay out of my pocket, stay out of my life, and protect my borders. Again, just, just going off of this just a little bit. It's just like Joe Biden recently, I believe it was last week or the week before. It was before the Maui thing, so... Well, maybe it was maybe it was just after. I don't remember. But anyway, it's just like Joe Biden constantly says that he's cut one point seven trillion dollars from the deficit, and, and I think he fluctuates between deficit and debt. Yeah. How do you cut one point seven trillion from either one and have it raised five trillion since you took office? <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine the galactic level of a lack of of of, of human dignity of self-respect to get out there and just profane yourself in front of the United States of America, in front of all these citizens, and to actually claim, look at look at the statistics here, condition, condition of the economy, now excellent or good, 20%, only fair to poor, 80%. Now, uh, personal financial situation, 65% polled said that they are fair or poor. Condition of the economy, 80% say it's fair or poor, and they're going to campaign on Bidenomics. Truly, I mean, truly amazing, which I don't want to deep dive into Bidenomics tonight. I can say a lot of things about the employment rate, unemployment rate. They claim there's a low unemployment rate. See, I say that I'm not going to say it, then I say it. <laughs> they say that it's a low unemployment. It's not an unemployment rate. It's employment, the, the unemployment or unemployment participation rate, or the employment participation rate is very low, and everybody is working two jobs now. Yep. And people are, una- listen, you can go on to Twitter, you can go on to uh, TikTok, and you will find videos of Americans saying, I, or can- Canadians, Americans, whoever may be, we, we, there's just no money, I can't, I'm making $17 an hour and can't afford to pay my rent. We have the largest, we cruised for the first time in history, we've crossed into a trillion dollars of credit card debt in America. I said I didn't want to talk about it, but here I am talking about it. <laughs> We've, we've had our credit rating downgraded for only the second time ever. The first time was under who? Hussein Obama. Second yep. time under? Joseph Robinette Biden. J.R.B. Ware. John L. Peters. <laughs> Robert L. Peters. Whatever his name is. Yeah. All right, before I just spend a half an hour on Bidenomics, which are boring anyway, and just all lies, let's go to another. Let's just, let's just look. I told you I was going to tell you about the Chicago stats. So, of course, Chicago has, whether they claim they do or not, doesn't matter, has the most restrictive gun laws in the country. Say they don't. Okay, they have some of the most restrictive gun laws. So they should basically have no murder. Mm-hmm. Should have no murder. You got Kim Fox there, Juicy Smoulet, the, the Soros-appointed, Soros-bought and paid-for district attorney there. Remember? Got her running the show with the most worthless mayor. I mean, you never, you actually never thought that you'd get worse than Lori Lightfoot until they brought in somebody who was worse than Lori Lightfoot. Just like I never thought anybody would be worse than de Blasio until they brought in Eric Adams in NYC. 40 shots, seven killed in one weekend. This wasn't a long weekend either. This is Saturday, Sunday, 40 shot. Maybe they start Friday night, 40 shot, seven killed. One weekend in the most restrictive gun law city in the country. 
Democratic politicians, Democratic legislation, Democratic Party uh, policies right here implemented. That's what the result is. Uh, Mayor, thank you, Aaron. Mayor Brandon Johnson, that's who replaced Lori Lightfoot, destroyed her in the election. He's worse. These people don't learn. And you see, what what do you do with these cities? Let them them go. Yep. Bye-bye. Have a good, let them go. Let them go. They just keep on voting it in over and over again. Just voted in Larry Krasner back in in Philadelphia. They never seem to change. You better learn. And again, just to put this out there for you, rampant crime is one of the tentacles of the globalist movement. It's on purpose. Rampant crime is, I mean, you can go through a myriad, leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by tyranny. That is the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist agenda. That agenda has many tactics, many uh, tentacles. We are buying up farmland so that they can constrict your access to food. So they control all the food. So they they, they limit your options. That's why 60% of COVID businesses that closed during COVID never reopened. That's on purpose. So that you have to go to Bezos. You have to go to Walmart. You have to go to Target. There's no other place to go. That's the purpose behind electric vehicles too. Then you only can fuel up one place at a wall socket controlled by a grid that's controlled by the federal government via DEI, via ESG. That's it. So I just want, and rampant crime is one of those tentacles. Climate change is one. Transgender is one. Vaccines, CBDC, social credit systems. They're all the various tactics to leverage you into that one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. And they will not allow you to access that access point without your QR code on your phone, with your 57 vaccinations, with your open admission that you will call men, women, and women men, that you agree with environmental social governance, that you will relinquish your firearms. You will not have access to food, fuel, travel, medicine. That's the goal. That's why you have to stand now. And I bring this up every podcast, but I bring it up again. This is why at the very beginning of COVID, where I saw Christians put on social media, you know what, I just don't understand why people get so upset about masks. Because, listen, you give them an inch, they take a mile. You never concede to one lie. I don't care what they say about the Eris virus. I'm going into COVID now. I don't care about... I don't care how, how, what the death rate is. I don't believe any of these people anyway. I'm never going to mask, mm-hmm. ever. I'm never going to call a man a woman. I'm never going to relinquish my firearms. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to wear a mask. Masks don't do anything for viral infections anyway. Even if they didn't, I wouldn't wear it. I'm not going to be muzzled. It's against the law in the state of Florida to wear a mask anyway, by the way. It still is. So here's the, here's the, here they come again. Here comes Scotty Gottlieb, and it's just, again... Again, it's the symbiote circle bleep. Scott Gottlieb is on the board of Pfizer and is treated like an unbiased source on CBS Face the Nation. I'm going to show you a, a bit of this video. I'm going to cut it off short, guys. I'm going to cut off short. It's a, it's a longer video. I'm only going to watch as much as I can take. But Scott Gottlieb is treated as an unbiased, neutral source. Scott Gottlieb, who made up six-foot distancing, who you said was just an arbitrary term, that he put, that he, an arbitrary idea that he snatched out of thin air. You will stand six feet apart, and that will keep you safe. He admits it. He was initially on the COVID response task force for Trump. Then he went on to Pfizer's board and spent the next two years whoring vaccines to the public as a neutral source on, C- on CBS, on, MM- on MSNBC, CNN, and everywhere else. 
claiming these vaccines are great, the very vaccines that he's profiting off of. Same thing with Ursula von der Leyen, who's the president of the EU, whose who's, who's husband works as a subsidiary of Pfizer. Basically, a company that supplies Pfizer, and then she mandates vaccines that she's personally profiting from. It's a symbiote circle bleep. And it's time to no longer participate. So here they are. They told you. I've been saying it over and over again. They're coming back. They're going to try to lock down the TSA in October. You're going to be forced to mask on planes. All the TSA workers, all the flight attendants, all the pilots will be forced to wear masks again. That's the plan, unless you and I stand now and say absolutely freaking not. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. 899 people on the various platforms. Switch over on Like and share. Like and share. Like and share. Do all that you can. Trying to get to 1,000 on Rumble. We got close. You are the record breakers. Biggest crowd we've ever had tonight. So Chief Nerd Video, here's Scott Gottlieb, warns of new highly mutated COVID variant. Boy, I've got a lot to say about that. Play for me. For a look at some health concerns on the horizon as we approach the end of summer, including a rise in COVID cases and questions about updates to vaccines, we're joined now by former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb. He also sits on the board of Pfizer, and it's great to have you here in person, Dr. Thanks a lot. I want to start on some news we got Thursday. Uh, the CDC announced a highly mutated strain of COVID has just shown up in Michigan, BA 2.86. How concerned does the public need to be? Well, right now, I, I've talked to a number of virologists who are usually pretty staid, and they're pretty concerned about this. Right now, it doesn't appear to be spreading widely. There is um, seven strains that have been identified and sequenced in five different countries, so the U.K., Denmark, Israel, and now in the U.S. We don't know whether or not this has been spreading quietly and we just didn't detect it or it's something that's spreading very quickly. The concern is that when you look at these different strains that have been identified, they're genetically very similar. So that suggests that it's probably spreading simultaneously in multiple countries. Mm -hmm. Whether or not this is gonna be more transmissible than what we've seen before, that's the key question. Certainly at this point, it doesn't appear more pathogenic. So it doesn't appear to be more dangerous, but it may be more transmissible than the strains that are circulating now. And in that case, it could overtake them. It's too early to know. Um, the testing's underway. I think we're going to know a lot more in a week or two. But to, again, put this in perspective, this new variant is as genetically different from Omicron as Omicron was from the original strain that emerged in Wuhan. So this is a highly mutated variant. And that set off some alarm bells at that time. So we will watch this. But for people at home who say, oh, my gosh, I've heard someone has COVID, the strain that's causing most infections is not this one. Right. So right now, the two strains that are circulating causing most of the infections is what's called EG5. People have probably heard about that. It's called the Eris strain. Mm -hmm. And this other strain, FL151, they both have a very similar mutation in them called the 456 mutation that allows them to pierce the immunity that we've acquired from prior infections and also from prior vaccinations. So people are getting infected with that. The good news is, is that where we are right now, relative to where we were last summer when BA5 was spreading, is a lot better. So there's far fewer infections. We have probably roughly about 600,000 infections a day happening based on the modeling work that's been done, looking at wastewater data. And there's about 10,000 people that have been hospitalized in the last week. And to compare that to last year, last year at this point, we had 40,000 people hospitalized and we were running probably about 1.2 million infections a day. Well, for those strains... There, you bring it back to me. All right, so there you go. Now, let me just let me just uh, translate all this. Of course, first of all, let's. You notice how he talks about how many infections per day. First of all, they have no idea how many infections there are per day. No idea. It's just like Rochelle Walensky was testifying in front of Congress. Remember how she was saying the hospitals are over. Fauci, her, Francis Collins, everybody else. 
We're being overrun. The hospitals are overrun with the unvaccinated, right? And she, then she comes in 2023 and testifies. They actually had no idea who was vaccinated or unvaccinated going to the hospitals. Yeah. But yet felt, again, I mean, you know I'm using this a lot tonight, is so devoid of human dignity and self-respect that she is willing to whore herself to the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist narrative and go out and say, we're being overrun. We're overrun. The hospital's overrun with the unvaccinated. She had no idea who was vaccinated or who was unvaccinated. But so devoid of human dignity and self-respect that she will go whore herself for those reasons. And notice how they're finally, in 2023, first time I've ever seen it, they're actually introducing Scott Gottlieb for who he actually is, former FDA commissioner and board member of Pfizer. That just started really in the last month that I've ever seen it. May have happened before that, 2023 for sure. Never happened before any of those times. So you have this new variant, I believe you said BA2486, something like that. But notice what they say here, highly mutated. That's to scare you. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Highly, you know what? You know what's highly mutated every year? Flu. The flu is highly mutated. You have, you have the vaccines, which cause mutations, by the way, of course. So they, they're, that's why flu vaccine is completely useless. You cannot vaccinate against an ever-mutating virus. You can't do it. You cannot vaccinate against viruses that have animal hosts. Yep. You can't. Animal hosts includes us. They endlessly mutate. Va- flu vaccines are useless. You're, you're vaccinated against a virus that no longer exists. People are still being vaccinated for Omicron. Omicron doesn't exist. These vaccines are completely useless. And then when they do, when they, and by the way, just for everybody knows, sometimes I just have to speak for ease of conversation. I know the vaccines never stopped transmission, never stopped infection, never lasted for more than a day, never did anything and endlessly killed and infirmed people. I get all that, but just for the sake of conversation. By the time you get vaccinated against Eris virus, the EG5, another Omicron variant, by the time you get vaccinated, say they're making the vaccine right now, August 22nd, 2023, you get vaccinated October 1st, it's already gone. Eris doesn't exist anymore. By the time people were getting vaccinated against the Alpha variant, we were well into Delta. They were getting vaccinated against a virus that no longer exists. That's beside the point that it never would stop transmission and infection anyway. You had Rochelle Walensky. That's what she came out and admitted on the congressional floor. Well, by the time, the reason why there was breakthrough infections, because we were vaccinating against uh, uh, Alpha and we were into Delta. Yeah, you knew that then too. You knew that then too, but yet you wanted people vaccinated so you could leverage them into a one-world commerce system where one of the checkpoints for you to get into the singular access point is a vaccine. Your vaccine QR code on your device and eventually on your forehead or on your right hand. That's the point of it all. It's all the book of Revelation, chapter 13 and 14. That's the point of all of this, that he causes, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Revelation 13, 16, 17, and 18. That's what this is all about. Period. That's what Scott Gottlieb is all about, whether he knows it or not. That's what he is all about. So by the time they vaccinate you, pretending for just a minute that vaccines ever stop transmission infection, which, by the way, under Pfizer testimony, we found out 
that they never even tested to see if they stopped transmission infection and then allowed the federal government themselves and everybody else to say, take the vaccine to save grandma, to save your kids who aren't vaccinated yet. You have to be vaccinated for you to keep your job because we don't want you to spread COVID to your co-workers knowing the entire time that the vaccine doesn't stop transmission to begin with. They knew that from day one. They knew what the Pfizer trial said, the vaccine developmental data. They knew that it killed 1,223 people in a year in the Pfizer trials. They knew that. They knew that 28 out of 32 women miscarried in the Pfizer trials. And then Rochelle Walensky came out and whored herself and pimped herself to the world and said, to all pregnant women, it's safe and effective. Imagine being such a murderous person that you would do something like that. So devoid of any self-respect that you would prostitute yourself day after day, week after week, saying what you know is erroneous. And Scott Gottlieb knows you cannot vaccinate against an ever-mutating virus because by the time you take the vaccination, it's already mutated beyond that vaccination. It's like trying, it's like literally trying to stop water with a chain link fence. It does not work. It will never work. There's one thing that works against a virus, the word of God, Matthew 16, 19. Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. That's what actually works. Amen. Putting on a mask, you mean the size of a COVID particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns? And these idiots, Scott Gottlieb knows that. And an N95 doesn't stop stopping particles, doesn't start stopping particles until they're three times larger than that, 0.35 microns. That's when an N95 starts blocking. Everyone hear the size of a COVID-19 particle? 0.06 to 0.14 microns. An N95 starts stopping microns that are three times that size. And then Scott Gottlieb will go on as a doctor on the national media outlets and say to wear a mask. To do what, Scott? To do what? It don't stop anything. Every country that's heavily masked and heavily vaccinated, there was far more deaths than countries that didn't do either one or countries that did far less. So they use terminology here, highly mutated. So what? <laughs> Everything's highly mutated. Right. You take your flu A vax, it's useless. Flu B, B vax, it's useless because the flu is highly mutated in 2023 over 2022. It doesn't matter. It's endlessly going to mutate. You're like, well, vaccines worked against the mumps, uh, works against the measles. No animal host. They don't mutate. Those are absolute facts. It's not coming from me. That's coming from Robert W. Malone, Peter McAuliffe, Simone Gold, Ryan Cole. All respected cardiologists, MDs, emergency room doctors. Until they were banished, till they were excommunicated for telling the truth. For, for actually giving truth that was labeled disinformation. So highly mutated, he says. That's just, so what? We found it to be highly mutated. But notice he has to slip in because he's going to get his butt suit off with no more pathogenic. So in other words, it's exactly the same as alpha. <laughs> and even, I don't even want to say that. It's not even as, here, remember the alpha stats, which you've heard if you watch this podcast. I put out these statistics for the last three years. This is from the Axe-Force Lionitis study out of Stanford. The statistics for alpha, the most virulent variant, had a 99.997 survival rate for those 19 and under. A 99.98 survival rate 
For those 19 to 50, a 99.4% survival rate for those 50 to 70 something. And then basically anybody over the age of eight, uh, over the age of 80, which includes many with many comorbidities had a 95% survival rate for so far more survivable than the flu for younger people, a little bit less survivable for the flu for older people. And all those people were denied ivermectin, monoclonal therapies, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and being outside, which are all the things that will save your life, that would cut, which, which would stop the progression of the virus and keep it le- far less extreme. Instead, they held out because in order for them to get their DOD, which I don't have time to get into tonight, their DOD EUA, they couldn't allow there to be a viable option to the vaccine. So that's why, he's, he, so Scott Gottlieb, Scott Gottlieb and his cohorts at CBS Morning or whatever it was, they're, they're, it's high, they're highly mutated. Okay, well, highly mutated means nothing more than uh, it's raining. Right. It doesn't mean anything. Highly mutated. Every virus is highly mutated and no more pathogenic. So it has, because this is still far, far, it's a far down the rung from alpha. And alpha wasn't a virulent variant either. 99.9% survival rate. That's alpha. <laughs> yeah. March 2020. And then it got less. It got less virulent with Delta. Far less virulent with Omicron. The only people, the only people dying of Omicron are the vaccinated because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. They can't fight off of a a minor cold. They're dying of alpha. Far more people have died of alpha. I mean, they're dying of Omicron. Far more people have died of Omicron than alpha. And alpha is far more virulent because nobody was vaccinated with alpha. They're all vaccinated with Omicron. So more people have died of Omicron than Delta or Alpha. More people have died in Australia of Omicron in 2022 than 2021 and 2020 combined. People aren't telling you that. telling you to go get another vaccination. Every time you get another vaccination, another chunk of your immune system is gone for life. Antibody-dependent enhancement syndromes, not just blood clots, not just myocarditis, Another big killer is antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, which is why the only people dying, statistically speaking, the only people dying of COVID-19 are the fully vaccinated. And, and it, of course, he breaks out even more language here. It, it, it may be more transmissible. Who cares? Who cares if it's, if it's highly mutated and more transmissible? It's a common cold. Who cares? We're not going to play pretend with you this time, Scotty Gottlieb. We're not going to play pretend with you this time, CBS. We're not going to play pretend with you this time, CDC. By the way, I never did, and I know that I'm preaching to the choir, and most of the people that are watching this never did anyway, or if you did early on, you quickly repented of it. We're not playing. I never played, and I'm I'm not, listen, I'm not an eight-year-old girl. I'm not here playing Barbies. I'm not here playing dollies. I'm not a nine-year-old boy. I'm not here playing G.I. Joes. I'm not going to pretend like something is 99.9% non-survivable when it's 99.9% survivable. I'm not going to play the game. Yes, all the Christians did. Yes, all the CCCs did. COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving conservatives. They all played. I'm not playing. I don't care what people call me. They can say that I lack compassion. You don't care about your fellow human beings because you're not wearing a mask. No, I don't wear a mask because it's stupid and it's a lie. Yep. I don't take vaccines because they don't stop transmission and infection. Plus, it's experimental. Plus, it's mRNA. And it's not a vaccine. It's a gene therapeutic and a gene-altering drug. A Goebbels-Mengele gene-altering drug. 
right onward. See, I get all fired up with COVID. I was all doing good. Now I'm tired. Actually tired from getting all fired up with COVID. <laughs> Told you it was coming back. Look at this. Go to the next one for me, Ness. COVID mandates return to Hollywood. Lionsgate requires employees to mask up. Submit to daily testing for this. Wow. 99.9% survival virus. <laughs> Never tested. Okay. Common colds, 99.9% survival. Flus, 99.9% survival. Why do you have to mask? And why do you have to vax? And why do you have to be tested for the exact same survivability rate? Because it's part of the bourgeois, leftist, globalist, elitist agenda. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system. You have to mask to go into the market. They leverage you in that to the one-world commerce system with a single access point. They control the access point. Bunch of check marks you have to get on your global pass. On your QR-coded CBDC social credit system global pass. And one of those passes, you will wear a mask. You'll be five times vaccinated per year for the rest of your life. You will, you will politically vote the correct way. You will relinquish all your firearms, whatever it is, in order to get into that one world commerce system. That's what they're doing. All right, go to the next one for me. Think it's just here? Nope. Dublin Hospital imposes visiting restrictions uh, due to COVID-19. Sitting over here to my right is Naz. That's Aaron's wife, my producer Aaron's wife. She's sitting, she's running the slides tonight. She had a friend who wasn't allowed to be, wasn't allowed to be admitted into a, like an old folks home or something. See, I can't remember what she told me, but... Yeah. Nursing home, yeah, nursing home, wasn't allowed to, a friend of a friend or whatever, was not allowed to be admitted because tested positive for COVID. Here we go. With an MR, with, using a PCR test that Carrie Mullis, the developer of PCR, said to never use to diagnose viral infections. 97% of all PCR tests are wrong. But again, it fits perfectly into the narrative. You know, we need COVID cases to go up. So make all the PCR tests positive, please. It's what Scott Gottlieb's talking about. The number of infections, number of infections of common colds. We had 38 million flu bugs, 38, no, it was 138 million flu cases in the United States in 2019, and we had 1,800 in 2020. Magic. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a truly amazing, isn't it? Just whatever, the, whatever they want the test to read, it'll read. All right, where am I at? Vigilant Fox video, yep. myocarditis. Play it for me. I'm a cardiologist. I can tell you before COVID-19, I saw two cases of myocarditis my entire career. It can happen. It can happen with the parvovirus or adenovirus. Actually, the most deadly form is called giant cell myocarditis, of which we don't know what causes it, but two cases over decades. Now I see two cases per day in the clinic. It's that frequent. What we learned is that COVID-19, the viral infection, can cause some myocarditis. The uh, Israeli military, the U.S. military, the NCA uh, college athletic leagues had massive screening programs for COVID myocarditis in 2020 before the vaccines. What did they find? They found a handful of cases that would meet a definition, none serious, no hospitalizations and deaths, none. What happened is those organizations dropped their screening programs, the vaccines were introduced. Within six months, the FDA, the CDC, and every regulatory agency say the vaccines cause myocarditis. COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis is fatal, and people should understand that. Every shot they take, there's a risk. Two big pieces of information to get off of that is you have world-renowned cardiologist Peter McCullough says that he saw in his entire career, now this is all the way up to 2021, his entire career he averaged seeing 
two mile. I think he said he saw a total of two mile. I'm I'm a cardiologist. Here's the quote. I can tell you before COVID-19, I saw two cases of myocarditis for his entire career. Now he sees two per day. Wow. And they blame that on COVID-19. That was before the vaccine rollout. He saw two in his entire career before the vaccine rollout. They'll say that it's caused by COVID-19. Myocarditis is rarely caused by COVID-19. And when it is caused by COVID-19 and, and some other illnesses, it's mild and the person basically is basically fine. All of the post-vaccine rollout myocarditis, the people are dead inside of five years, statistically speaking, with exceptions. Those are the facts. That is the facts. And we see people dropping all over the globe. Here's, uh, here's uh, Javier Bacaria, as Joe Biden would say it. <laughs> But Javier Bashera, uh, was he Health and Human Services, I yes. believe, director? Yep. Secretary. Yeah, Health and Human Services, is that right? Yeah, Secretary of Health and Human Secretary, Services. Secretary of Health and Human Services. Mary, Mary Miller exposes myocarditis increases among young men and women. Play it for me. And Your agency, the CDC, COVID, has put the this risks of out. I'd like everybody health, to notice uh, the alarming red line. That is the increase in myocarditis among young men and teenage boys after they received the COVID vaccine. And I'd like to know why the Biden administration continues to push this on our young men and teenage boys and even pregnant women and, and babies to to receive this vaccine, but especially our young men and teenage boys who we can see are at increased risk for myocarditis. Because if you don't respect, if you, if you have an agenda that's driven by killing people, their agenda, they get votes. They get the black votes in America by putting a Planned Parenthood on every urban center corner in America, causing 400,000 black Americans to be killed in abortion per year. And these are the women, these are the people that claim to be for women and claim to be for minorities. Half of the black people killed in abortion are black women. Half of the 41.2 million abortions per year, according to UN statistics, so it's probably closer to 60 million. Half of those are women. So those babies who are women are killed by the feminists. They don't care. That's why they don't care about Maui burning and a thousand people that are dead. The majority of them, probably children. They don't care because they kill them in the womb. Yeah. They don't care. They did. You know what? We have an agenda here. Our agenda is to leverage you into a one world commerce system. We want to control you under CBDC, uh, ESG, uh, CRT, DEI social credit systems, and part of that is using vaccinations to leverage you into that one-world commerce system so we don't care if we're killing people. Bashar is not taking that thing. You think these people are truly vaccinated? You've lost your mind. You believe Klaus Schwab is vaccinated? Xi Jinping is vaccinated? No way. They're not vaccinated. I mean, they caught... They caught the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Borla, a year into the vaccination program, refusing to take the vaccination. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then caught him not taking the booster, too. Or was it the Moderna guy? I can't remember. I think you're right. I think it was. He was him. Yeah, Pfizer. Yeah, I mean, they just hesitate to take it themselves. He never took it. They know what it is. It's got nothing to do with anybody's health. Masking has nothing to do with your health. Locking down has nothing to do with your health. Social distancing has nothing to do with your health. Testing has nothing to do with your health. It has to do with controlling you, subjecting you, and submitting you into their one-world commerce system. That's all that it's about. Just like that when you have Taylor Swift advocating 
for you know the reduction of CO2 use while she flew in her private jet in 2022, 600 times, no, 200 times. 200, yeah. 200 times, the 600 is, it's like 600 times the amount of, that your car would ever use of CO2 emissions that your car would ever put out, something like that. One trip, one trip on a private jet up and back is more CO2 than your car will emit in your lifetime. Yeah. One trip, she did it 200 times and then advocates that you go to EVs, which by the way, doesn't make any sense either because all the EV batteries are charged by fossil fuels. Yep. So if you up the EVs, then you up the power usage out of your power company. Yep. So you burn more fossil fuels to the power company, just not out of your own engine, but it all is the exact same amount of CO2 spewing into the air, which by the way, doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't, it, it, CO2 going, so it's all just a false premise to try to control you. They don't actually care about CO2 use. They're flying all over the globe in their private jets. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jean Kerry, Taylor Swift, Justin Trudeau, Gavin Newsom, all flying private jets. Gretchen Whitless, Wretched Whitless, Gretchen Whitmer out of, out of Michigan, flies to Florida in a private jet during COVID, just defying all of her rules and regulations. You weren't allowed to go visit your family and friends. She got on a private jet, flew down to Florida, violating her COVID restrictions, violating her CO2 restrictions because they don't believe in it. They just believe in it to leverage you into a one world commerce system, control you, subject you, submit you. It's all they care about. Here's, here's the results of their vaccination program. Ben M tweet, excess mortality in Germany's 30 to 44 year olds for, for the year ending in June, 2023 is 25% up. This is the exact same in every country. Every, every first world heavily vaccinated country, including the United States, has ex excess mortality up between 10 to 25%. Excess mortality. So if you usually have 100,000 people dying a year, now you got 125,000 people dying in a year. And that's what we know about because these are coming from government entities. So who knows what's right and what's wrong and how accurate it is. All right. Go to the next one for me. The Telegraph, UK population collapse, good for the planet. See, it all merges. It's all one giant agenda with different tentacles, different tactics. Mask wearers believe that all the fires that are happening right now, mask wearers, vaccine pimps and whores, believe that all the fires right now are coming from spontaneous combustion because it's 90 <laughs> degrees outside. They honestly believe it. Just like you're stupid enough to believe that a mask stops a virus, you're stupid enough to believe that fires just start because it's hot outside. And it just keeps the, the, the latest information coming out of Spain is that the, the big, there's a big wildfire there. And we're all going to find out the ones that are happening in British Columbia. I can guarantee it. I don't know it yet, but we all know what's going to happen with the big fire in British Columbia. We're going to find out that it was arson or it was human error, just like the ones in Spain right now. It's all it's because it's all one agenda. The same fools that will pimp and whore vaccines well, pimp and whore you being in an EV because it's all one agenda. And you and I must say no because it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. All right, that's it. Nine minutes of overtime. Stay for the post game. Appreciate all of you tonight. Listen, stay for the post game. Probably 90 seconds worth of, if you want to call them advertising, a little bit of me preaching, a little bit of, of pimping merch or whatever. My wife's uh, ladies' conference, all that. 
but it's very brief, 90 seconds or so. Then we go right into post-game videos. You got to see the post-game videos. You got to see them. Stick around for it. You are the world record crowd. Right here, what is the date today again? Is it the 22nd? 22nd. 8, 2023 Largest crowd that we've ever had. What was our record, Aaron? 957. 957 people on totally. Our Rumble record was? It was uh, 730, 732. 732 on yep. Rumble? Yep. 732 on Rumble? Yep. So that's what, 270 or so that we need to break, get onto 1,000 on Rumble? So like and share. Get this out to as many people as you can. Mix in the gospel with politics, which is what we should be doing, standing up against, because it's not politics. It's good versus evil. It's God versus the devil. And we need to be standing, because it's not politics to kill the unborn. It's not politics to leverage you into one world commerce system. It's Revelation chapter 13. So we must merge our faith into what we call politics, most of which is not politics. All right, love you all. Back here Thursday night, full 90 minutes worth of fury. Thursday night, 8.30. Don't miss it. Again, love each and every one of you. Record-setting night. God bless you. See you Thursday night. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? summarized in two words Holy Ghost nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you the unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost you got it narrow is the way and few find it we are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost that's the much that was given to you